Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Once upon a time in America, Christmas was not a big deal. It might be difficult to fathom now when ads for chocolates and jewelry pop up around Halloween and decked out trees appear in living rooms by Thanksgiving. In fact, Christmas used to be flat out illegal. When the Mayflower landed at what is now Cape Cod, Massachusetts in 1620, the pilgrims brought some serious baggage. They were aiming to establish a colony and a new way of life in the New World. One thing the Puritans wanted to leave behind was Christmas. In England, as in much of Europe, Christmas was rife with unbridled partying. The harvests were done, the cattle were slaughtered so that they wouldn't have to be fed throughout the winter, and that made fresh meat and fresh wine, as well as time to eat, drink, and carry on, plentiful. Puritans didn't buy into the idea of Christmas. The Bible notes no date for Jesus' birth. Scholars still disagree about why Christmas is celebrated on December 25th, 
Though one popular theory goes that the date was picked to overlap Saturnalia, a celebration honoring Saturn, the Roman god of agriculture. In effect, the date could have co-opted a pagan holiday to encourage the acceptance of Christianity throughout the world. At any rate, in the Puritan mind, there was nothing to celebrate. We spoke with Penny Riestad, a history professor at the University of Texas and author of the book Christmas in America, A History. She said, Christmas time has really gotten out of hand. What was going on in England with the feasting and the gambling and the general debauchery, they took as a sign of the decline of civilization and a decline of all the things that they valued. So they were really positing this idea of not celebrating Christmas as an opposition to all the decay of English society. They were so serious about treating December 25th as just another day that everyone on the Mayflower, some of whom, mind, were not Puritans, worked on the first Christmas day in America. They didn't get time and a half either. The non-Puritans in the bunch were not as keen on a Christmas ban. Aristad says it wasn't long before they acted out. She explained, some of these newcomers refused to work one of those first Christmases. William Bradford, the English separatist and early governor of Plymouth Colony, said, okay, that's fine. Until you're better informed, that's okay. Apparently, they went out on the street. Uh, The word at the time was frolicking, playing street games. He basically told them to take it indoors. He said, I don't mind if you're doing this, but I don't want to see any of it. It sets a bad tone. Uh, Those were not his exact words. Not all of the colonies were so against the idea of celebrating Christmas, though. Settlements further south, like the one in Jamestown, Virginia, let loose. And the ban in New England never was completely successful. Here's a quote from Stephen Nissenbaum's book, The Battle for Christmas, A Social and Cultural History of Our Most Cherished Holiday. It was fishermen and mariners who had the reputation of being the most incorrigible sinners in New England, the region's least reformed inhabitants. Maritime communities such as Nantucket, the Isles of Shoals, and especially the town of Marblehead were notorious for irreligion, heavy drinking, and loose sexual activity. There were also repositories of enduring English folk practices, places that ignored or resisted Orthodox New England culture. It's no coincidence that Marblehead was also a site of ongoing Christmas keeping. A changing society, though, would not be denied. Here's a quote from Christmas in America, a history. In the end, whether slowly in New England or more rapidly in the middle colonies in the South, the forces of pluralism and the need for social harmony shaped and encouraged Christmas celebration. Yet its status as a holiday remained haphazard and varied widely it would take the project of nation-building in the wake of the revolution to begin to define an American conception of Christmas. Even after the colonies declared independence, years passed before Christmas became the holiday we know it as today. Congress was in session on Christmas Day in 1789, the year after the Constitution was ratified. The Senate worked on Christmas Day in 1797. The House met on Christmas Day in 1802. Christmas began to take its present form later in the 1800s. Different religions and denominations, Protestants and Catholics among them, emerged in America, and they held Christmas as both a holy day and a day of celebration. The Puritans couldn't help but be influenced. People of different religions made up local governments, and trade between various networks helped calm the antipathies between the factions. As America prospered, partially thanks to the labor of the enslaved and partially thanks to industrialization, a middle class was born, and the idea of giving and receiving Christmas gifts took hold. An emphasis on home and family followed, 
away from the frolicking in the streets and raucous drinking, feasting, and sex. Finally, in 1870, 250 years after the Puritans landed at Plymouth and put the squeeze on the idea of Christmas as a celebration, the U.S. declared Christmas a national holiday. Ever since, celebrations big and small, secular and non-secular, have marked the day. Today's episode was written by John Donovan and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other merry topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.